0: Welcome to another episode of Free Wait a minute, this isn't an episode. This is a special news announcement. We got Kevin here. Hey guys. I'm and Andy. Hello. And we got folks from Mercha. We got Charles Anderson. Hello. Tim DePerry. Hi there. And Wes Manier. Hey guys. How's it, how's it going guys? Good, how are you? Very good. So I am dying to know since we, you know, we got this news that we're gonna hear some new special news announcement like a week ago and i'm dying to know what the hell is this news i want to know what is it <laughs> yeah it's what's going me. on
1: <laughs> well the Urcha board has been working on an idea for several years as everybody knows competitions are one of the most exciting things that we have in the hobby and there are international competitions all over the world but everybody's been asking us for years why don't we have a real competition at the Urcha Jamboree? yes and the Urcha board has been trying to figure out a way to make it different And also, something that really encompasses what a true world champion would be. So, we have finally come up with a plan to have the first ever Urcha World Championship helicopter competition at the Urcha Jamboree in
2: 2019. Wow. Wow.
1: Now, the difference in our event or our competition is going to be this doesn't just crown a 3D pilot or a smack pilot. Like everybody knows, if you hear the, like if you're at the Olympics or hear about the Olympics, who's the world's greatest athlete?
3: Bruce Jenner. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so, yeah,
1: But, but it, it's who Who is it that's the guy who's the pentathlete right so yeah. he's, he's the best at everything So yeah. with helicopter pilots You need to be good at precision competition You need to be good at 3D And also night flying It's a big portion Ooh. of the competition So Tim's going to break down exactly how we're going to uh, To work this into the competition But it's a three part competition nice. So Tim take it away
4: Yeah thanks uh, by the way folks I really appreciate you uh, you allowing us to come on and this was I am more excited than I've ever been about any event um, ever involved in. And I, I've been around since the very first world championship happened in 1987. Uh, this is really uh, a unique, uh, a unique product we're putting out. And, and if anybody's ever been to a, a competition, whether it's at the Urcha competition uh, or uh, the U.S. nationals, um, you'll you'll see pilots that are really good in, in their in their slot in other words mm-hmm. 3c pilots are really good hovering and they'll do very good precision aerobatics not so much uh, when it comes to 3d aerobatics the 3d um, or the s3n pilots are are very good at precision 3d maneuvers and then we see the demo pilots who are really outstanding when it comes to getting the crowd excited um, and we thought that we would put those two categories together is two of them. As Charles said, we're also going to put the night uh, part of this, of this element together where nice. somebody has to not only be a really good pilot, an exciting pilot, but has to put on a night show that is sort of out there with technology. So we're, we're, we, we believe um, very confidently that we are going to actually crown the world champion. You'll, people will walk away and say, okay, that individual, him or her, is absolutely the best model helicopter pilot in the world. And that's what our intention to do is. Um, and we're going to do that during Archer Week. We're going to start the week with the U.S. Nationals. And the F3N portion is, if anyone doesn't know about that, F3N is sort of a 3D, but organized 3D, where you'll have to do maneuvers, but you don't have to do them on the ground. You can do them up high where they're, they are judged, like figure skating, mm-hmm. on, uh, on, on from 1 to 10, or actually it's actually 1 to 20, uh, with five judges. So we'll have that entire component be a single element that's going into the, the, toward the end of Urcha Week. And then we'll have two other elements. We like to call it, um, the SMAC element. The very first one that we come out of F3N, or, or when we get to Urcha Week, uh, toward the, uh, Thursday, I guess we're going to probably wind up doing it, is, is they'll the pilots will put on there, they're exhibition flights, the demo flights that you'll see the, the best of the best really show us what it's like on the ground, exciting, uh, and that'll be judged um, by, by uh, potentially we have some international judges. We really can't reveal that right now exactly who that is, but we've got some judges uh, that have lots of experience in this atmosphere. And then finally, those two, those two scores will be worth, let's say, a 1,000 points each. And then we'll have the third portion of this, which is a night flight. And, again, it's going to be a very exciting night flight. A lot of uh, weight is going to be on the um, the aspect of a real night show, a light show, music, lights, excitement. And those. the best of those three scores will be the Urcha world champion. Wow. Yeah, and we're talking uh, like night blades and, you know, lit up your
2: helicopter, not a uh, spotlight flight or uh, – um, right. Towers or anything,
4: so. and graphics on potentially. Well, there, there are some night blades that you can you can actually have a, a, a video being shown. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, th- there's a lot of atmosphere um, that will allow us to say, okay, you're you're a great demo pilot, but are you a great night pilot, and are you a great precision 3D pilot, and, and we're going to bring those all together. Where every pilot, I believe there's going to be every pilot that participate is going to be very much challenged, and everybody in the audience is going to be amazed because this is going to be bringing the best of the best together to be the world champion.
1: And it, it may end up being somebody that you might not expect because the best overall pilot in the world may not be the exact best smack pilot who may that's be right. really good at others. And it's for that very reason that we've decided we're not even going to put the word 3D anywhere near this competition. Right. It's, it's a true world championship competition.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, very, very intriguing. I'm, I'm curious on, um, so a couple of questions I do have is like, how do, how do you, how do you judge something like this? I know you say you're going to have some, you know, well-known verse judges that do this kind of thing on the regular, but just curious, like, you know, one one of the things that I notice in a lot of the competitions is like sometimes, and also talking to competition pilots, is that sometimes their routine gets judged not just by like the routine itself, but also by their music selection, you know, and like other factors that might not be. Uh, how do I put this? Like, not, not subjective. Yeah, it's very subjective, right? Thank you. It is. It is going to be um, a little subjective again. That's that's part of the art
4: of this mm-hmm. of this event. Uh, for the F3N, which we call precision 3D or freestyle flying, that has a very uh, rigorous set of rules and, and, and it's followed fairly easily. Uh, we are working with people that have been involved in the judging of 3D Masters, um, the XFC, uh, events around the world that have, have these types of, uh, of events where I mean uh, the maneuvers that they have to deal with, right. so we're gonna we're gonna introduce them. But there is absolutely a bit of artistry here. It's 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 not just the magic of fingers mm-hmm. uh, flying the helicopters. It's going to be the magic of artistry as well. Sure. Well, and,
1: and two, of the, two of the components for the uh, the smack portion and the uh, night portion are going to be creativity and complexity of the uh, flight. Mm-hmm. So the judges will actually be judging based upon how creative the flight was and how complex the flight was. So they'll have separate scores, but. Like Tim said, for the F3N portion, for the pilots who choose to actually go and get the score from that, there's a very specific set of judging score criteria, so they'll know what the judges are going to judge them on. Mm-hmm. And, um, for the night, for the night and the smack, we'll have sets of judges for those. So there will be a completely different set of judges for the precision F3N portion. Oh, okay. And for the other, okay. so it won't be the same judges every single right. seated time. That way, if there, you know, you get a different sampling from different judges at every time.
4: And we're trying to, to we're trying to uh, line up judges with what they are accustomed to, to looking at. In other words, the F three N judges are looking for a set of symmetry and the ability to do things um, in, in a certain rate at a certain time in a certain orientation. Now, the smack flying. That may be a whole different style of judge. He's looking, he or she is looking for for some aggressive behavior, some behavior that uh, that gets the crowd to say, "Wow, that was close." So it's, it's going to be a different type of uh, criteria that we're putting together as 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 a criteria that can be judged. But it will be a different criteria for that. And of course, the the, the and there, that's going to be a music. By the way, that will be a music slice. We already call smack. Uh, and then the of course the the, sh- the night show. Um, I'm very heavily weighted on what kind of night performance it'll be.
3: Mm-hmm. That sounds really cool. I mean, just amazing. I, I love the fact that you're going to have different judges and uh, so it won't be just five or six guys taste and whatever. Okay. Right. That's, yep. that's a great idea.
1: Well, and we looked at you know, previous competitions that have been going on for years. And one of the things you see over and over again is you know the pilots will fly these unknown maneuvers that are given to them at short, you know, short notices and, they'll fly the same type of routines over several days. And so it's just the same flight over and over and over again. Whereas we're expecting the pilot to do three different styles of flying on Mm -hmm. three different times.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It truly stresses the capabilities of the pilots to the nth degree.
3: So how will the, the judging take place as far as will will they get one flight or is it like best out of three type of thing or?
4: Well, the, the, the F3N, and that's going to be sort of the launch pad that that'll that'll be done earlier in Eritrea week, and they'll actually have up to seven flights. Okay. To to, to establish a, a thousand points, for example, a, a winner could receive a thousand points, and then there will be only one flight, which we will, I'm going to just refer to as smack right now, and one flight at night. So, okay, we, we wanted to make it so that if an international pilot could not attend the uh, the U.S. nationals and 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 actually, fly in our F3N. They can still fly in in the Ursa World Championship. They just will be. They will have no choice but to do very, very well in the other two events.
2: Okay. Because we're going to drop one of the three scores. Um, yeah. For uh, of your of your rounds. So, if let's say you go and win the uh, two rounds, that's what it would take. Is you would have to win two rounds in order to. To get there, does that kind you of be the world stress? champion? Yep. To you be the world champion, two. you have yeah, to win okay. too, in order to to get there. Because one of your scores will drop. So if you have a bad flight or you crash, it's not over. You know, right. it's not. You're not. You're not out. You. If you flew in the national in uh, the Nats and got an F3N score, you know that could make up for it. And, I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with the F3N stuff, but um, there's the uh, known maneuvers that you get to go and choose from the book.
0: Yeah. Like set of maneuvers.
2: maneuvers right. What? Yeah. Set maneuvers, what maneuvers you want to fly. And so when you go pick those maneuvers, they each have a K factor and the K factor determines, well, is corresponding to how difficult that maneuver is. Mm-hmm. And so the higher your K factor, the higher you can score against somebody else. But You have to be able to fly that maneuver, and that's the thing that we see when, you know, uh, the three of us watch a lot of F3N flying is people will try to fly F3N maneuvers. They're not maybe Mm -hmm. capable of flying beyond their skill level just to try to get the K factor, and if they would choose something simpler, they could score higher. So Uh, there's some gamesmanship to it.
1: The great portion of this for us is that by using the F3N National Championship as the beginning portion of our competition – we get to pull upon maneuvers that are written by an international body, that this is all they do. They write rules. They write maneuvers. So we don't have to recreate the concept of creating maneuvers for a contest. The national body creates these, and we can pull these and use them ourselves.
4: Right, and, and we're, we're going to foundationally use a lot of that same criteria as, as we get to the other two events. Not that they're going to be the same, but but the foundation is already set for, for that uh, for that aspect of the, of the competition okay
1: oh, nice and a big reason for that is because at the FAI body whether it's F3C or F3N it's recognized worldwide as the true leader in maneuvers and rulings for competition uh-huh. so yeah. uh-huh. why not use uh-huh. that as a basis for how we actually have an official competition
4: and we've crowned so far uh-huh. I think um two S3N world champions. And and, and those pilots um, are outstanding. In fact, we had Kenny Coe at the at the Jamboree mm-hmm. last year, that's just an yeah, outstanding pilot. Yep. We sort of we, we sort of thought that, hey, he's he's got expertise and, and accuracy like no one else. But you know, there are pilots that I like to watch. And say those are more exciting. And we said, Hey, why don't we come up with a true world champion? And that sort of spawns this, this whole conversation and, and the detail that we're, we're, we're providing to you right now.
1: And we have been trying to think of a way to make a real competition for the last three or four years. Uh, I mean, this is something that we've tossed around every year on and off. And we could just never come up with what we felt was the right recipe for something that was really new and fresh. And it just so happens one day Tim had an idea and the idea blossomed and that's
0: turned into this. Nice. So how long do you think the competition is actually going to take like of the day? I'm just curious, like for folks that are actually going to urgent but don't want to participate but they want to fly is that going to tie up like the you know center stage for all day kind of deal or like you know how's that logistically going to work out
4: the the intention is actually to have a a a grouping of people that are are going to come from the our u.s nationals Mm -hmm. and and that number we haven't really come up with yet whether it's 20 percent or the top 10 or top 12 Mm -hmm. And, and the thought is um either have half that group maybe before lunch half that group, after lunch to have some exciting competition but not take up hours of time. These people are only going to have about a seven-minute time frame. Mm -hmm. And at most, I don't see really that we're going to want to be able to have more than 12 people uh, move into the finals. Now, we, we don't have that solid yet, but I don't see that taking up a great deal of time, perhaps an hour, an hour and a half each day, maybe broken up. Uh, and then, then of course, we'll have our we'll crown our champion that evening, which is, is potentially Friday evening. Okay. I mean, if, okay.
1: If you guys think of it realistically, most of the guys are going to be flying electric machines, and a hard electric flight is going to last you by three minutes. Right. Right. So we can cruise through quite a few pilots in you know a short amount of time. And we usually, yeah. I will tell you, this is one of the secrets of being part of the Jamboree for years. Like when we plan, you know, the noon demos, things like that. We calculate a certain percentage of crashes into the schedule. <laughs> um, so you you kind of guess, you know, you know you'll have so many and so that kind of gives you up time too. So we'll we'll have a we'll have plenty of time to fit this in without you know creating any issues with the schedule. Yep.
2: Awesome. And then the keeping it separated also allows us to hurting pilots is like hurting cats, especially oh yeah, right. <laughs> people who <laughs> yeah. people want to talk to and are gonna be flying in this type all of competition.
1: Cats are laser beams.
2: <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to get people all right. You sit in this spot and hold on. You're flying next, and then the next thing you know, they're gone. And you're like, "Where did you go? You were you were here two seconds ago." So um, See, uh, we yeah.
1: had our best year ever at the jamboree this year. As far as pilots in place, and the St. Louis Willy Birds drew us a slew <laughs> of blocks, counting from yep. one through whatever number, and we stuck <laughs> a pilot in a box and we said, "Do not leave your box. This is really <laughs> Yeah, nice.
4: so we, we put their name in it. If you remember, their I name so. was on the right. box. Yeah,
1: right. and right. they
4: loved it. So we'll, we'll do something like that this year. It'll be very exciting for, um, certainly the pilots will push, but but the audience, this will be one of those things you don't want to miss. If you're thinking about Urchin Week at all, you're not going to want to miss this.
0: Yeah, definitely. Cool. Are there going to be any limitations on what type of model you can run? You know, does it have to be a 700? Does it have to be electric? Can it be a nitro or a gas? Or-
4: It'll be the same limitations that SAI puts on, which are really... Uh, uh, it's We'll have to stay within the international body. But mm-hmm. really, there's there's nothing I've seen out there that uh, won't be eligible. Anywhere from a micro 400 or 450 uh, to maybe an 800 size model. There's no problem at all in
0: between. All right. I'm going to bring my uh, Blade Nano CPS. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> see if your judges can see that thing. <laughs> no, but um, that's cool though. You know, I know X- XFC is, you know, this is their kind of re ramping or reviving their XFC uh, competition. Is this in any way kind of, I don't want to say like stealing any glory or anything like that, but kind of, you know, you got, you got folks that are signing up for XFC and then, and then when this gets announced, you're going to be talking about it's this later. Yeah. It's it's like the competitions are very close to each other. Yeah. I, I don't
4: think at all. I don't think, I don't think we're, we're in the same venue at all. Uh, XFC. Uh, I know Frank well, and and he's a great guy and he's looking to put something on that, that brings together, Airplane and helicopter pilots, but mm-hmm. but the it's it, it his is designed more to to have the two aspects of of model aviation together. Ours is is to take helicopters and and bring as much complexity and skill level to the pilot. Where we're not calling ourselves a U.S. champion or or a North American champion, mm-hmm. we believe this is a world championship. I don't think we're we're in the same. We're doing the same thing. I think what Frank is doing is great with XX, XFC, uh, but I don't think it—I don't think it uh, compromises anything uh, for either one of us. He's—he's going to have great pilots, and mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have the best.
3: Yeah, it sounds very exciting.
2: So, Kevin, you've not been to uh, Urcha, is that correct? To the Jamboree? Right. You're going to have to get a dose this year, right?
3: Absolutely. Okay. That's the plan. You, I'm going to go you, kidnap you. him if he doesn't go.
4: Do you folks have any way, uh, or are you doing any video streaming? Because um, we uh, may be allowing people to stream some of this competition um, live. And I don't know if you folks are doing this or not.
0: Um, we can definitely organize something to do, uh, you know, Facebook Live or YouTube Live or any of the, you know, the main um, outlets that we can use.
4: Well, you may not be exclusive, but we'd like, to, like you to consider that if you're going to be there and are interested in, uh, to get your name out and, and provide live opportunities uh, to your your viewership, I think um, it would be a mutual benefit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This might, it might actually work out some. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about everyone else's schedule, but like, you know, for me to come to Jamboree, I'll probably be just more of that like Thursday through Sunday type of deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, especially for like the night competition and, and uh, the 3D one, probably be good to like kind of do like a, a reporter newscast type of style you know mm-hmm. maybe sit there with a video and and a mic and actually like kind of commentate commentate a yeah. bit but then also like go talk to you know the pilots after the flight or something like that absolutely you know we can work
4: that out for you if that's yeah. something that 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 would be good for all of us again i can't say you're going to be the only people there but but we would like to make sure that that folks that could not make it to Urchit for whatever reason. We'd like them to be able to experience this this event.
0: I wonder if it'd be something beneficial for all the podcast crews to kind of gather together to do this together as like a... Yeah, pull your resources, work together. Yeah, pull your resources, work together, you know, have one person, like, even though that we're we're like, say, two or three or four, even four podcasts that are out there that do helicopter stuff, um, talking about it and doing the commentating, but we could also have like, not just streaming on Facebook, streaming on YouTube, streaming on all the Facebook groups, like get a whole bunch of folks to contribute and help and, you know, basically flood the internet with this, you know?
1: Yeah, that's a great idea, actually.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're four guys, and it seems like um,
4: we we need about 10 more guys to really do this. Mm-hmm. So um, we would like other people to be involved in this as far as being able to stream it. And this way, it doesn't look like we're doing it. We'd like – I mean, it's going to be a benefit to you folks.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah.
0: I mean, and, and our, our main goal of, of, you know, this podcast and just – of all of it really is just to share this hobby right share our experiences and you know this is an experience that we'll be sharing because we'll be there and you know we won't be participating uh, you know at the actual flying but we could at least cover it and and show the world that this is you know there's some cool stuff that we do and you know (laughs) um, you guys aren't going to enter Kevin?
3: Steve?
0: (laughs) Ah, No. I don't think
3: so, man. I could
0: barely hover. I mean, I could maybe fly a little bit of smack. Well, it'll smack (laughs) once into the ground, but, (laughs) you know, but yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) Is there any way of, like, one of the things I have, like, with the night flying, right? Now, you know, we Mm -hmm. have those blades. I think they're called, like, magic, night blades, I think. Night magic. Night night magic blades, yeah. So, like, you know, that that costs a lot of money, you know? Someone might be skilled. And have the ability to fly very well at night, and and you know, but they just can't afford a eight hundred dollar blade set. You know, how would how do the judges? I mean, you know, kind of handle that? Because you mean you mean as far as
4: judging a performance like that, it's it's really going to be one of those things where technology uh, and and people's innovation with technology Mm -hmm. is going to be scored well. Now that doesn't mean you need a seven hundred dollar set of knife blades. It means. You might have to be creative and, uh, and, and have something unique that maybe people haven't seen before. Um, we've seen pilots come out one year and saying, wait, gee, how did they do that? How did they think of that simple idea we didn't think about? Mm -hmm. And it was new. It was refreshing. Um, so I won't say that it has to be a set of blades that you can, you can put animation on, but I will say that, that, um, there is a, there is a level of art that will be judged and, and, and art does not have to be complex either.
1: And I don't think any of the potential judges would be swayed completely by a set of Night Magic Blades.
2: No. Right. I'll I'll even add to that. I don't know if you guys have flown the Magic Blades
0: no, I haven't <laughs> I flown a can't set know. of magic
2: blades before, and they're like worse than wood blades. I mean, they're really? not worse than wood blades, but <laughs> I they're, I don't they're, don't think super they're super flexible. Hard- they're not mm-hmm. great okay. flying blades.
1: Yeah, they're so. not the designed for hard three D. I don't think. No, sure, sure. you
2: can you can not damage them. I don't think, but you can make the bat make them shut off in flight if you're too aggressive with them. So, oh, okay. um, someone's not going to go and just buy a set of uh, magic blades and go. You know, here, watch this so- and. Right. throw down some so impressive much, flight with it. So
3: how much money is it going to take for someone to bribe Bobby Watts to start making Dow again? <laughs>
4: yes. I was going to bring da- that up. We need to call there Bobby we Watts go. again. That's the,
2: that's the creativity we want to see though. Yes, that's yeah. That's it. Bobby
4: really figured out how to be very creative at night. And, and he was actually one of the, the people we looked at and say, Hey, this guy really is very good at night. And, and why not allow him to really take his technology and do something with it. So we we think that that's going to that, that will definitely get the performance level way high when you when you add that level of uh, art, artistry into it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
1: that's part of the thinking about pushing the whole true night machine setup. Is that yes, it's easy and simple to go fly under floodlights or spotlights or whatever. But the real artistry of Night flying a helicopter comes from everything being lit up at night. I remember the first time I ever went to the Urchel Jamboree and watched a world night fly championship back in two thousand five ish or four. It, that was the most incredible thing I'd ever seen, and that was back when they just had glow wire. There was no right. LEDs or anything; it was just the the lame glow wire back then. But mm-hmm. seeing that excites people, and if if regular public comes in to watch that, they love that. It's a it's a true show in
0: the sky.
3: Absolutely, and I like the way you guys. Worded it so it's not just a night flight. It's a uh, more of a presentation and
0: yeah, yeah. It's an overall package. So you don't deal. right. So you don't have just a couple. You're not
3: you know a couple blades and you're out there flying and you get judged on that. I, li- I like the whole. You know, be creative.
0: Yeah. Or like, you know, put three lights on and, and set a night blaze and, and be Kyle Stacey and just be like smack the crap out of it and, and win right. it just because of that. It's not, yeah.
1: If you look at some of the pilots that we have in the hobby, there's a lot of creativity out there. Bobby mentioned yeah. for, for Doc on the Night stuff. Mm-hmm. And look at Kyle Stacey, the stuff that he he's done previously in competitions. Launched all yeah. out of a Right. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Kyle Dahl, where they did a trebuchet. I mean, there's some really cool, creative guys that we have in the hobby, and I want us to foster that and find the next generation of creativity that we need to see in the hobby.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome, man. This is great news. This is great stuff.
3: Yeah, it should be fun. Oh man.
0: Yeah. It's going to be spectacular. I, I
4: I really believe that it's going to be absolutely spectacular.
3: Nice. And I mean, it can only get better too. You know. Every everything you find out from this year, you know, you can improve on for the next year.
0: Uh-huh. Really cool. Now, is there going to be any like entry fee or anything? Like, is it just open to whoever wants to compete and, and you know make the cuts? Yeah, so we, we haven't uh, still, completely handled that yet.
1: Okay. Yeah, that part's still in discussion. There's potential. There might be a fee, and if there is a fee, that might go toward you know the pilots that win. And we're those are still a few di- few ideas that we're still kind of hammering out. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but we should have that information the next, uh, let's say, three or four weeks after you guys release this. We probably will have about three or four weeks after that before we have the final released. Awesome.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that brings up the next question: Will there be a, a prize of any kind, or I mean, they, they, they gonna they're going to the crown price? the world
4: champion. We're going to crown the virtual world champion for yeah, sure. There, there will be uh, a trophy.
1: We are planning on a nice trophy that will go to the winner. Yes, yeah. uh, but the idea is is that it's we don't want this to be just solely about a monetary prize. Yeah. Uh, we want this to be truly about the spirit of the competition and the pride of going home with the trophy that says you're the world champion helicopter pilot. And it's it's not a trophy that just anybody will get. You actually have to come here. You have to compete in multiple disciplines of the hobby. You have to be the best at the majority of them.
0: Yes. Nice. That's and, really cool. And this is just one winner kind of takes it all, right? There's no yeah. like, second or third place or runner-ups. Uh, single winner. Single winner, nice. Not everybody gets a trophy, Steve. I'm glad yep. I, I I don't believe in that participation <laughs> trophy
4: crap. <laughs> well, we want to make this. We want We really believe this is a special event, and we believe that the world champion that is crowned will really be a special pilot. It's not going to be an accidental thing, uh, and we want to make sure he stands out. He or she stands out as as the as the world champion, and that's why it's going to be won. Yeah,
3: that's a great idea. This is going to be really exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to uh, see where this goes, and and you know the first year will probably be a little rough, you know. To be honest, you know, it's not going to be super smooth, but I think over time and it gets established, it's going to really kind of bring that attention that this hobby really needs, you know.
4: Yeah, we've yeah. got a fair amount of experience, um, and and I I don't disagree with you that that there'll there'll always be some hiccups trying something new, but mm-hmm. but we've done um, we've done events that individually have encompassed what we're trying to do uh, but never all together so we have a lot of experience and i think it'll it'll run relatively smooth uh, but i agree that it'll only get better and we'll we'll potentially add um add things to make it more challenging and difficult as the technology increases and the pilotability increases
0: yeah awesome
2: tim tim did you talk much about the soft open yet for this year and next year
4: on on our competition no, we I mean, were uh, yeah the, we we really haven't um, haven't officially um, uh, come up with how how often we're going to do this and, and that's going to be coming up pretty soon. But certainly the next two years will be for 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 sure. Um, some of us think that it should be every other year with odd number. I'm sorry, uh, even number years. Uh, others of us think it should be every year. But certainly this year and next year, uh, 2019 2020 will absolutely be the event will happen. Mm-hmm. See, I'm of the mindset
1: that how quickly young pilots come in and go in our hobby two years is an entire generation of pilots coming. Here.
4: Yeah. True. Can you guess which one of us thinks it should be every year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there
1: we go. Years, man, the young kids come in, they're, they're already the best and they're gone in two years.
3: Well, I think every year isn't a bad idea because no. I, I think of it in terms of sports a lot. You know, um, the reason I think, i don't yeah. know the reason i'm not into soccer is because of the every four years thing and yeah. you know um uh, that uh, yeah i get kind of get lost in it kind of uh, goes year. both ways
0: you know because thing. i do follow like the world cup and stuff and it's great that it's four years because it kind of gives you like those like that that anticipation but but then you know well, there's
3: a reason it's every four years
0: yeah but then there's other things like you know <laughs> we watch you know we watch the super bowl and stuff which this last one was pretty lame but um you know, it's every year and, like, same thing with the World Series and stuff because, you know, it's good. It's kind of, like, reliable. It's all faithful. You know, like, every year you're going to have this competition, something to look forward to. Um, for pilots that are, you know, wanting to compete, you know, they don't have to wait three years or two years, you know. They know right. that next year they can start working on their routine and on their skills and their maneuvers. Now... After right after Urcha and get that three hundred sixty four days until the next one. You know what I mean? So
3: right, and if they can't make it for some reason this year, they can always go next year. If they miss that one, then they have to wait another two years. Yeah, and so I'm 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 for every year.
0: Yeah,
1: what they said. (laughs) 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 We're going to definitely do the next two years. How does
2: that sound? (laughs) Sounds good. But hey, listen, we're always open for constructive criticism and feedback from people on, you know, this is how we make things better. You know, so Uh, be
3: careful what you ask for there. there, I did say constructive there. I did say constructive.
0: constructive. Complaints
1: Complaints go to urcha at at (laughs) aol.com.
0: Nice. (laughs) Awesome. All right. We know this
4: is the first time we've we've, we've met with you, gentlemen. Um, You know, urcha Urcha is is us, and we're very happy to. if you want to, a couple of times a year, just kind of get an update of where we're going with the Jamboree. Usually a couple of weeks before the Jamboree, it might, might benefit to have a, another one of these um, discussions about the overall event. And we're, we're very much open to that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and we will absolutely. definitely
0: um, get you on a show for an actual show and not just like a special news announcement. But if, I yeah, think sure. there's a lot of things that um, we can talk about and, and our listeners. And we, you know, we're actually thinking about doing some type of quarterly Q&A live show. And I think something like having Urcha folks, you know, on the show, because I'm sure there's a lot of questions that our listeners and just folks in the hobby have um, that, you know, you'll be able to help help out and answer, you know?
1: Yeah, actually, a Q and a will be – I'd be happy to do
2: that. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. And we we do have quite a bit still more planned that's, you know, waiting in the wings. We're hoping to roll out this year. Um, We just – don't want to overpromise and go, hey, this is coming. And then everybody right. shows up and goes, hey, wh- where'd it go? Where's it at? You know? So, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah, we, we need for to get some
1: it. Reason, we, for some reason, take this way more seriously than we're supposed to
0: when you volunteer. <laughs> 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 awesome. Indeed. All right. So, you heard it here. This is a uh, new competition coming out. So, get on that sim, get practicing. We'll see you at Urcha, Jamboree. Learn how and to solder. Learn how to solder. What does that mean? Yeah, oh, I guess it's the LEDs. LEDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah, learn how to solder. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of good blade manufacturers. Uh, pretty much funky, but you know they make uh, <laughs> they make all your your night blades in different flavors. And uh, definitely, this will be awesome. Can't wait the night competition, especially. That's I mean, I love yeah. I love watching night competition.
3: Well, thanks for coming on, guys.
4: Thank you, guys. You're very
0: welcome. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, yep, yeah, definitely. Um, so. If our listeners want to get more information about this, uh, now that it's been released, uh, do they have a website, an email? How can they get in touch with you guys and, and kind of get more information and find out how they can sign up?
2: Well, we've been giving out my email address so far for uh, everyone to uh, call to complain to. So I will <laughs> go, <laughs> I'll go ahead and give it. My name's is Wes Minear, and it's wes.minear, M-I-N-E-A-R, at urcha.org.
0: Awesome. Great. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Uh, thanks for our listeners. Thank you. Free so, us guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Very good. Thank you. Awesome. All right. pretty
4: you. good, I think. Yeah, yeah, fantastic.
0: Yeah, I hope I didn't yeah, throw any like, curveballs or anything to you. No, No, not at all. No, this is mean, there needs to be questions. So, yeah. <laughs> and I
1: just wish I had more questions, but I'm, just, I'm